You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, New York Giants fans, and welcome to a new edition of the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio, part of the SB Nation family of podcasts. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View. Today's show is going to be a little different. If uh, if you actually read BigBlueView.com on a regular basis, you know that I had an opportunity last week to uh, to talk to some of the veteran wide receivers, Benny Fowler and and Russell Shepard in particular. Did a fairly lengthy piece on the uh, the situation with the Giants at wide receiver with uh, with Golden Tate being suspended for the first four games of the regular season. The best part of that conversation for me, or that piece for me, was a lengthy conversation that I had with veteran wide receiver Russell Shepard. What I thought I would do for you today is just simply play that conversation that I had with Shep that was in the Quest Diagnostics Training Center. You'll hear some background noise because there were other players, other media uh, wandering around, but but I did have about 15 minutes of Shepard's time uh, to uh, to speak to him one on one. So let me play that interview for you here in just a moment. After that interview, we'll take a break for a word from our sponsors. Then we'll come back and I'll have some thoughts on uh, on some of the things that uh, that Shepard told me. You made a play the other night mm-hmm. in, in the preseason game. Mm-hmm. Are you guys, just as a group, uh, you know, Odell's not here anymore. Mm-hmm. Is there is there more pressure on you guys as a group to, to step up, make some plays? Um, I wouldn't say pressure, but there is emphasis on next man up, you know, um, guys stepping in, making their plays, you know, it's, I heard somebody say it best, you can't really replace a talent like Odell, but you can replace his production, mm-hmm. you know, um, you can scheme up and you can get guys that are consistent, good football players that can contribute on Sundays. I kind of look at this wide receiver room, there's yourself, there's Benny, there's Cody, you know, Sterling and, and, and Golden, Golden have done obviously. things in the league. Yeah. Um, there are examples all over the league of, of teams that, that have successful passing attacks without that that one guy, mm-hmm. am I correct? Is that the, how you guys are looking at, at it this year? Yeah, that's how we're looking at it. You know, you've seen Tom Brady do it time and time again. You've seen Russell Wilson do it. You've seen several teams um, have success with um, not the big-name guys, the, the expensive guys. And uh, everybody has success in their own way. You know, we have three receivers in our room, and Golden, and um, – and, um, 
Cody as well as Benny that have won Super Bowls. We've had two receivers in our room that have been thousand yard guys. And you have guys like myself, TJ Jones, Cody Latimer, and Benny that've stepped in and they've started we've started several games on Sundays. So um you got a little bit of everything. Guys have different skill sets and you can utilize them in different ways. So um, it's pretty exciting once we get things going. What about, you know, for yourself? I mean, we've talked before about you weren't initially a wide receiver. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You've been doing that now for a few years. Is there still another level of productivity that you think you can get to on offense? I think I, I, I think so. You know, I'm biased obviously, biased obviously towards my game, but I think I can be an every-down receiver in this league. I think I can be a four-phase special team guy. I just think I'm a, a, a pretty good football player when I'm playing really good ball. So my thing is is to do whatever they ask me, do it to the best of my ability, and do it to the highest um, level I could possibly do. But I definitely think there's another um, level I can scratch a receiver. Before I turn to another topic, I've got to ask you. I saw the stance that you take sometimes when you're out Gunner, with, yeah, yeah. at Gunner. I've never seen that before. Yeah, what yeah. is that, and where did you learn it? Well, I just kind of taught it myself. One thing, um, I have a tendency to play high sometimes. I'm a taller gunner. I'm not a small guy. I'm not huge, but um, I, I tend to play high. So um, it was something that I just kind of put together myself about four years ago after my rookie year, and I said, how can I keep myself low? when two guys are trying to grab at me, and I kind of invented that stance. Um, it kind of started off as a, a practice drill, just kind of over-exaggerating, staying low, and it turned into a, a Sunday thing. So um, something I put together myself about five, six years ago, really five years, and um, it's been my thing, my trademark ever since. Was Coach? Were you with Coach McGee at that time? No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. Actually, um, I was with um, – Coach McGee, he was with the, um, I want to say, the 49ers or the Jets mm-hmm. at that point, and I was coming to my second year in Tampa, so – uh, yeah. You, you, you kind of chuckled when I asked you about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, I get a lot of questions about that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. Very. Um, Mr. Mara was out here a couple minutes ago, and he actually brought up the fact that he feels like the locker room is different this year than it was a year ago. And you're in that locker room every day. Um, I don't want to talk about certain guys or this guy or that guy or whatever, you know, and it's not an Odell conversation. Mm-hmm. But do you feel like the locker rooms is, is different now? Yeah, a lot do you feel of, like there's progress that's yeah. been made? So you got different different guys in there. You know, you got a lot of young guys that are looking um, at the older guys and um, kind of learning from them. You know, last year we had a veteran presence. Um, we had guys that have had success in this league. We're accustomed to doing it a certain way. And um, th- I think the difference this year is we have a bunch of young guys that are new and willing to do it whatever way. So um, it's not an attack on anybody, whether it's you talking about Odell, OV, um, Snacks. I mean, all great football players landing, and they can help us, and they were great teammates, amazing teammates. But I think when you, you take a, a older locker room and kind of you know, add in some young guys in there, you tend to get a different vibe, a different feel, and I think that's what Miss Mary's talking about. There, but there is some, some leadership here still. There's Definitely. yourself, there's Eli. Alec, there's yeah. Benny, there's yeah, Eli, sure. there's Cody Latimer. For sure, for sure. There's, there's still, it's just not that that big name exactly. guys that have been Pro Bowl kind exactly. of players. Exactly. So there's still a nice 
great still mix. feel like there's a nice great mix. mix. Great mix. I mean, they did the front office and the coaching staff did a great job of evaluating guys' character and uh, you know um, just their mental game before they even brought them into the locker room, regardless of their skill set, their physical skill set. So I think they did a good job of, of find, bringing in guys who love football and want to contribute in the team. Win. A couple of the young guys you mentioned, a couple of the young guys have been out here. I've talked to Julian Love, I've mm-hmm. talked yeah. to Big Alex Wesley, I've yeah. talked to TJ Jones a little yeah. bit, yeah. some of the other young guys. And the thing that keeps coming up, Julian used the term, he said, these guys, these veteran guys aren't standoffish no. when I ask them questions. How important is that for you guys as, you know, senior guys mm-hmm. how important is that in, in building this team and going forward you know f- for you guys to to be willing to help um, I think it's you know um, if you want to win and do it the Giants way you know um, do it the right way you know um, you got to lean on each other you got to spread wisdom you have to um, use the term as we use iron sharpen iron you know um, and just be able to you know um, Go over and beyond your duties as a professional athlete, as a pro, and um, being able to teach guys how to play a certain way, how to win a certain way. I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's creating a culture, and you can't cr- create or you know start a certain culture a certain way if the older guys don't communicate and um, really show the young guys how to do it. So um, I think that's what we're experiencing at this point in time with this organization, this team, is creating a culture that we think can sustain um, – good and bad and win a lot of football games here. Yeah. Dave talks about that a lot and you know you've been with a few teams. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and how important is that to be successful? It's huge, man, because it you know when you have a culture and you have a, a, a certain level that's expected from your um your guys whether it's coaches, players, mm-hmm. you know um it's it's the next man mentality. It's you step in and you contribute. You know, you, you you're productive. And um, whichever way, like I said, you can't, it's hard to replace, if not impossible to replace a talent like Odell, but you can be very productive with the absence of Odell, with people that can come in and do do what they do. And part of it is you talked about Tom Brady and you talked about New England. And part of that is simply doing your job. Exactly. Run the route the right way. Exactly. Be where you're supposed to be. That's it. And catch the ball when it comes. Is that, it. that to kind of, you know, make the play? That's it. That's it. It's being able, like you said, do your job. I'm doing what you do best. Um, I think a big thing with that, too, is moving on from the next play. Regardless of a 50-yard touchdown or it's a drop where you're wide open, um, missed block. Um, it's being able to um, play the next play and just, you know, like you said, do your job. And if you can do that, it tends not to get over, you know, overwhelming, and it tends to, to simplify the game for you so you can just play fast. Well, let's talk about some of these guys, some of the young DBs, some of the guys in your receiver room. But before I do that, I wanted to ask you, one of the national guys that floats in and out of here, I think it was Ian Rappaport came in here one day, and he said it, it just feels like there's a what he termed a quiet confidence around this team a little bit. That the belief in here, at least, is that, that this group's going to be okay. That this group is better than the outside 
thinks it is. Do you do you think that's a good way to describe it? One hundred percent. It starts with the, the the three most important people: our owner, our GM, and our head coach, and it flows down to the team. You know, um, they're very confident in us. They're very confident in this organization and in the people that they put in certain you know places to do certain things. And um, we feel that from a team standpoint, you know, we we tend to you know try to numb and you know close out the outside noise. But um, we hear it at times. We are human. And um, I think this team in general, like you said, just has a quiet confidence and a chip on them shoulder, on, the, on our shoulders just to show that we are the Giants, we are professional athletes, and um, we can play ball just as good as anybody else in this league. Let's talk about a couple other guys in your room. Um, Cody Latimer, just quick thoughts. I'll just throw some names out. Just give me quick um, thoughts. Big physical presence. Um, when, I, when you talk about... Um, Power to speed uh, ratio. I mean, he could be the best in the room, if not one of the better guys in the league, as far as being able to, you know, implement both of those, you know, traits in his game. Just being strong and being fast. Um, I think his hands are very underrated. You know, usually when the ball comes his way, he makes his plays, and um, he's just very talented. And uh, I talked to Benny yesterday for a couple minutes, and unfortunately, I didn't talk to him as long as I wanted to. But the thing about Benny that impresses me is that quarterbacks just seem comfortable with him. Yeah. Is that is that a good way to is that a good way to put it? I mean yeah. what is it that, that helps a guy like that just make quarterbacks comfortable? Probably the most aware uh, individual in the room. He has a good understanding of every position um, and I'm not just talking about receiver, tight end, quarterback, you know, running back. I mean he's a student of the game. He's very aware and um, I think one of the most underrated things about him is his consistency, just being a consistent guy. You know, we play a, a, we're taught to play this imperfect game perfectly. And so at times you're going to have dropped balls, missed blocks, bad throws. But um, when you can get a guy like Benny Fowler that's playing um, really consistent right now, very consistent ball, no matter what position, what quarterback, um, it, it does, it's doing it shows. It's showing in training camp. It showed in the preseason game, and it's going to show this season. So I think just field awareness and just being um, a consistent playmaker, consistent guy. I think that's why he's thriving at this point. TJ. TJ, man, very savvy. You know, he doesn't have the physical skill set that um, a Cody Latimer or Benny or you know um, even a Corey Coleman, a lot of other guys have. But you're talking about a very savvy guy who has a very good feel for getting open. Um, he could be uh, one of the most savvy guys in the room. And he showed that day one from him stepping on this field. Came in a week or two late, and um, ever since he's came in, he's just been contributing in a positive way, making plays with or without the ball. You know, one young guy I'll ask you about uh, on the offensive side, the one young guy I'll ask you about is Darius. Yeah, yeah, speed. Speed, man. His speed is special. We were able to see it um, OTAs. And, you know, he's getting back off a hamstring, and um, he's, he's getting back comfortable. But that speed, man, um, he is the closest thing I've seen to Ted again as far as being able to accelerate, um, not not look like he's, he's he's pushing or struggling and still get behind safeties and, and DBs. Um, I think he has a special um, ability to run, and I think he continues to keep crafting that and working on that. He can be um, a big, a big th- deep threat in this league. Does he run? And he came out of Auburn with the – the reputation of not having played in a complicated mm-hmm. offense and maybe being, you know, what you'd call a one-trick pony, mm-hmm. just a guy that could catch bubble screens mm-hmm. and, and, and run the nine route. Mm-hmm. Can he do the rest of it? He can do the whole route tree. I mean, he's probably one of the better 
um, double move guys we have in the room already, him being a rookie. Um, I think just with Slay, just getting in, getting his feet wet, getting in the real live games and live bullets, you know, um, just continue to keep crafting, making up for the lost time he's had um, not being on the field the last two, three weeks, and just kind of just, just, just hit the ground running. So um, his speed will enable him to just learn. You know, he can learn a little slower than most people because if you're not that fast, you got to be able to have a complete route tree. But having speed like that, I mean, you can honestly be a nine route and a bubble screen guy and have a lot of success. How's a guy like that last to the fifth round? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to see. I had the privilege of being with Curtis Samuel, and um, he was a, a speed speed guy. And um, I said, man, that speed is something that you just don't you don't give up on easily. I've, I've taken quite a bit of your time here, so just let me ask you, in general, the guys on the other side of the ball, mm-hmm. the young guys on the other side of the ball mm-hmm. that you're working against, Julian and Corey mm-hmm. and DeAndre and, you know, all of those young guys, who's really impressing you at this point? I love Julian. I think Julian's going to play a long time in this league. I think um, Julian can play um, nickel. I think he can play outside. I think he can be a safety. Um, I think he can be a, a, a special team guy. Um, I think I just, I'm a big fan of Julian Love. Um, his demeanor, his um, attitude, I just think he's going to be a pro. If he stays healthy, he's going to play 10-plus years in this league. Nice. And how, how, just how impressive is Corey, just in ter- you know, what he went through you know, personally and, and where he is now, just you know, being productive on the field? How impressive of a guy is that? I mean, um, his the things that he's things that he's done um, throughout the last six months with everything he's been through just explains just the type of person he is. He 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 prevails. He thrives, and um, he's a guy that we want here. I mean, his physical game speaks for itself. Seeing what he did last week, but um, mentally, culture-wise, he's exactly who we want here. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice. Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. We're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Lots of really thoughtful answers there from Russell Shepard. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, listening to that interview as much as I enjoyed the opportunity that I had to speak with Russ. Uh, One of the most interesting things that he talked about, we'll just kind of go through some of the things that that uh, that Shepard and I talked about. He he brought up uh, he mentioned replacing Odell Beckham and he said that, you know, you can't replace him as an individual but you can still succeed you can still you know use all of the players on your roster guys that have veteran experience if guys do their jobs basically is you know was Shepard's point if guys do their jobs the Giants should be okay and it's interesting because after Friday night's game 
against the Chicago Bears, a game in which 14 different Giants caught passes, and obviously 14 guys are not going to catch passes in a regular season game, but it was just sort of uh, indicative of the way the Giants are going to need to play offense this year, spreading the ball around. Uh, and Coach Pat Shermer said that uh, that it takes a village. He's looking for you know all of the wide receivers to contribute on offense. He's looking to spread the ball around. He's looking at the veteran guys that the Giants have, like Shepard, like Benny Fowler, like Cody Latimer, like T.J. Jones, Sterling Shepard, and, and Golden Tate when he comes back. He's looking at those guys to be productive, to do their jobs, to be where Eli Manning expects them to be, or Daniel Jones if and when Jones gets to play. And if those guys do their jobs if they run their pass routes correctly if they catch the ball when they're supposed to catch it then the Giants should be okay I mean remember that the offense is going to be built around Saquon Barkley and it is probably going to be Evan Ingram in the passing game at least the way I see it Ingram is the real difference maker in that passing attack he's the guy that that I hope and that I think should emerge as the number one pass catcher in this offense. He's the guy who's the real matchup nightmare. We'll see if it turns out that way. But for the most part, the rest of these guys, Latimer, Fowler, Russell Shepard, TJ Jones, all of these guys, they're complementary players. And as long as they do their jobs, I think the Giants should be okay in the wide receiver department. Uh, another thing that uh, that I asked Shepard about, kind of kiddingly, was the uh, the gunner stance that he takes when he's out wide in punt coverage. He takes a sort of modified three-point stance I don't even know if it's a track stance or whatever but I kind of kidded him about that and he said it's just something he developed on his own to simply um, to simply avoid a bad habit that he has of, of, of getting up too high which enables blockers to to more easily control him in his route down the field so just a little interesting aside the next time you see Shepard out wide you see him in an odd looking stance uh, just uh, know that it's something that he developed on his own and that there is a legitimate reason for it. Also asked uh, asked Russell about the uh, comments that John Mara made a week or so ago that, uh, that he thought the locker room was a better place this year. And, and Shepard had some interesting things to say about that. One of the things he had to say was you know in regards to some of the guys that are gone like Odell Beckham, like Olivier Vernon, like Landon Collins, some of like Damon Harrison that he's basically he said those guys were terrific players and he said what happens sometimes is you bring in a new coaching staff, you bring in a new system, you bring in a new way of doing things and his point was that sometimes it is simply hard to get some veteran players who have had success doing certain things one way or playing in a certain scheme or practicing a certain way or being treated a certain way guys that have had success doing things one way it can be difficult to get them to do things another way 
and he said that the Giants are much younger this year, uh, so they don't really have that that kind of an issue. The veterans who they do have are solid guys, not superstar-type players, guys that have been around the league, had some success. But, you know, guys like Russell Shepard himself, guys like Michael Thomas, solid citizens, solid players, not superstar kinds of players, but guys who know what it takes, guys who can gain the respect of their teammates, guys who have value to offer beyond what they do on the field. I just thought that was a really interesting perspective, you know, from Shepard on that. He also spoke a lot about the importance of culture and the importance of what Dave Gettleman and Pat Shermer are trying to do here, the importance of, of veterans helping young players and how all of that, how building a culture with these younger players of guys who understand the right way to do things, understand you know what it takes to be a pro, how that leads to winning, how that can help a locker room and help a team you know, build a foundation for sustained success, which is something that Dave Gettleman has talked about on a number of occasions. So I thought it was really interesting that uh, that Shepard went there and, and, and talked about that. And also, you know, I asked I asked Russ about uh, a couple of the uh, of the defensive backs. He was extremely complimentary of Julian Love, the fourth round pick guy who has played mostly in the slot and at free safety throughout training camp actually has probably played more free safety but uh playing in both spots learning two positions Shep said you know that he believes that that Julian Love can have a 10-year career in the NFL and listening to uh listening to him talk about Julian Love I couldn't help but think about the skill set of of former giant Entrell role who during his career, he played outside, was very successful outside, played some played free safety later in his career for the Giants, often moved down into the slot, you know, to uh, to try and cover guys uh, later on in his career, you know, when he was at when he was at free safety, guy whose leadership was invaluable to the last uh, Super Bowl title that the Giants won back in 2011, and maybe just maybe you know you hope that Julian Love has a career that equals the kind of career that Entrell Roll had I don't think he's the same kind of personality from talking to him I can pretty much guarantee you that he's not the same sort of more outlandish more outspoken personality that Entrell Roll was but I can't help but think about the skill set you know being somewhat similar uh, just in terms of being able to play multiple positions in the secondary. Shepard was also very complimentary of sixth-round pick Corey Ballantyne, you know, saying that he basically is the type of player, the type of person that the Giants want to build around. And, and I found it interesting, you know, just with everything that Ballantyne has been through, interesting that a, a veteran player like Russell Shepard, showed so much respect for the young man. Anyway, Giants fans, I do hope that you enjoyed listening to the Shepard interview. I hope uh, that uh, during the course of the season, on occasion, we'll be able to bring you other clips uh, like this. 
Please remember, subscribe to Big Blue View Radio on all of your favorite podcast applications. Join the community at BigBlueView.com if you haven't done so already so that you can comment and participate in the discussion. Thank you very much, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.